0: I guess in so doing, saw an opportunity to combine those two streams of data to do something uh, a little new that I've wished an error reporting tool could do for me for for many years. And that is find the most important handful of problems in that big, big pile of problems or possible problems that you often see uh, in uh, traditional error tracking tools. Hello, listeners. This is Kate, the producer of PodRocket. And today we have something a little different for you. LogRocket CEO Matt Arbsfeld sits down with Renzo Lucioni, one of our lead engineers working on Galileo. We hope you enjoy.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to PodRocket. My name is Matt Arbisfeld. I'm the CEO and co-founder here at LogRocket, and I'm joined today by Renzo Lucioni. Uh, he has over 10 years professional experience working in the data analytics space. Graduated from Harvard with a CS degree, and is the lead engineer working on Galileo, LogRocket's new machine learning feature set. Hey, Renzo! Welcome to the podcast.
0: Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. Excited to be here.
1: Um, awesome. Maybe to start, you could share a bit of background and how you got into working on the Galileo project here.
0: Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, So I've been an engineer at LogRocket for a little more than five years now. It's gone by really quickly and uh, have had the opportunity to work on um, several different parts of the product in that time, including our session replay uh, features and our issue reporting features. And I guess in so doing, saw an opportunity to combine those two streams of data to do something uh, a little new that I've wished an error reporting tool could do for me for, for many years. And that is find the most important handful of problems in that big, big pile of problems or possible problems that you often see, uh, in uh, traditional error tracking tools. Can you talk more about that of, um,
1: Sort of what what problem did you face as an engineer using traditional error reporting tools
0: in the past? Generally, what I've experienced using these error tracking tools uh, is uh, they are very good at collecting everything, and uh, you'll end up with a list of thousands or tens of thousands of possible problems uh, that you can never reasonably hope to get through yourself. And uh, if you could do that, there are some very compelling examples of your users suffering in your application buried in there but you're going to have a hard time finding them um and they might they may go unreported or you may force your users to reach out to you repeatedly and you know you may never end up finding out about it and it would be nice if something somehow could uh pull the that small handful of really meaningful, impactful problems out uh, from that big stack so that you can then use your time more effectively and go work on those and save time by not having to wade through everything and triage.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I I remember setting up an error monitoring tool years ago and um, I set it up, we pushed production, and I I went to sleep and I woke up in the morning and the Slack was filled with thousands and thousands of, of errors and you're like, where do I start? with all of this. So that seems amazing, I guess. Um, maybe at a high level, how do you discern what's an important error versus which one is not? Like that
0: seems like it would be a, a challenging problem to figure out. It definitely is a challenging problem. That's something that we've been thinking a lot about over the course of the last year or so. Um, it turns out that uh, really helpful indicator in determining whether some problem is impacting the user or not is looking at how the is reacting when that problem occurs. It turns out that people generally behave uh, in similar ways when they're surprised by something, when something doesn't work the way you were expecting it would. Um, and vice versa, if a problem is silent has had no impact on your experience and you're not surprised you're going to react in a different set of ways. And what we've been able to do is start to separate two groups from each other and use that information to share or find rather those issues that actually impact people's experiences and, um, suppress the ones that don't. Yeah,
1: that's, um, I was, uh, I was booking a, a hotel room uh, by a week ago, and I was trying to choose the, the the location picker. And I remember I kept clicking again and again and again. So are those the kind of user reactions you look at in terms of like users clicking a lot or
0: refreshing the page, I guess? Those are good examples. There may be more subtle things like how you're moving your mouse or how you are scrolling up and down the page. And... The strategy that we've taken is uh, using machine learning to instead of l- enumerate these possible patterns ourselves, present all this information to the machine learning algorithm and let it do the job of finding those patterns that are most effective at creating the separation that we're after.
1: And I guess, yeah, finally, like, what do you see as the the long term plan for these th- this machine learning features? Like, is there where does this go in two, five, ten years? Like, does AI just write all the code for me
0: itself, or, or sort of? Yeah, where where can this get to? <laughs> I don't know about uh, writing all the code, fixing all the bugs for you. Um, at least not anytime soon. Um, but ideally, you know, you should be, for example, alerted when one of these likely to be impactful problems has occurred, um, and generally just have confidence that this short list of problems is a good representation of what your engineering team should really be paying attention to fixing versus getting distracted by a lot of other stuff that um, could take up your time. I think generally speaking, that's where I
1: see it going Yeah, No, that, that makes sense. Like a single important issue that is, affecting customers for days could be very costly. And um, you may have to hire teams of people to like watch over all this data. So to be able to do that automatically is super powerful. Exactly. Well, no, thanks for sharing so much. And um, for anyone who's interested to learn more, you can uh, visit the link down in the description and, and sign up for the Galileo beta list. And we'll also be sharing more of the upcoming months as the beta rolls out to more and more customers. So thanks, Evan, for the time today and uh, hope to hear from you soon.